global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are declining as the S&P 500 index slips from a seven-month high after disappointing payroll gains, heightened concerns that growth is fading. The S&P 500 index down nine points now at 2,096, a drop there of 0.4%. NASDAQ is down 36 points, a drop of seven-tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials down 57, a decline of three-tenths of 1%. The 10-year up 26.30 seconds with a yield of 1.70%. Gold rallying $31 the ounce to 12.43, a gain of 2.5%. West Texas Intermediate Crude is down 79 cents to 48.37 a barrel, a drop there of 1.6%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. U.S. companies slowing their hiring in May to just 38,000 jobs. The unemployment rate, though, it fell as many people dropped out of the workforce. Here to tell us more about today's report is Heidi Sherholtz, Labor Secretary Tom Perez's chief economist at the Department of Labor. Heidi, thank you very much for being with us. Oh, thank you for having me. Now, I want to give you first the opportunity to just explain a little bit about your takeaways from this report. And then I just want to ask you about job openings. So go ahead. Gotcha. So the... Number When we saw the numbers, they were below expectations, um, but a key big chunk of what was of the softness in today's numbers was the Verizon strikers who were out on strike. The good news on that is that those workers are now back on the job. Um, if you add those Verizon strikers to the 38,000 jobs we get, you're into this, you're into sort of the 70, 75,000 range. That and I, sort of so if that's more the underlying job growth that we saw in May, it's two, still pretty weak, isn't it? Because we were averaging yeah. we were averaging two hundred thousand plus, then we ratcheted down to about one hundred and sixty net new jobs, yes. and to suddenly yes. dive down to seventy thousand and change is, is quite a pullback, Heidi. And of course, there were other signs of weakness. The unemployment rate fell because so many people left the labor force. These are typically the kinds of things you see when the labor market is getting weaker, not stronger. What do you think is going on? So one thing to always keep in mind is that these numbers are really volatile month to month. So anytime there's a weak month, we don't get too upset. Anytime there's a really strong month, we don't get too giddy about it. it if you look over the last three months, it's a much more stable measure. That, though, is still lower than what we've been seeing. So if you look at job growth over the last three months, it's 116,000. That's lower than the rates we were seeing in 2014, 2015. Um, One point on that, though, is that as the labor market tightens, those are the kinds of numbers we may expect to see going forward. It's sort of as you get close, we're not there yet, but as you get closer to a a really tight labor market, you're just going to see the job growth slow a little. One of the things that helps to, 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 or sort of comes along with that is that we will also start seeing faster wage growth. And we did see stronger wage growth so far this year. We're seeing an annualized rate of wage growth at 3.2%. So what's going on right now is not completely unexpected, but we do – we will be looking to next month to see – to definitely monitoring the situation to see if, we're, if we see that um, 
rebound next month. Heidi, you know, I don't want to put lipstick on a pig here, but uh, looking at the jobs openings report from last month, uh, 5.8 million job openings as of the last business day of March. That's from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Is it possible that the statistics that we're talking about today matter slightly less because there is a jobs mismatch that is only being intensified because all those people that have the skills that are wanted by employers already have jobs or job offers. So the job, one of the things that job openings numbers highlight is the great deal of churn that goes on in any labor market. So there were also, I'm not going to get this number exact, but I think there were about 5.5 million hires in the in March, uh, five point three. There you go, five point three. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so the um, so the most of those job openings get filled every month because you just have a lot of you just there's just a sort of um, perhaps surprising amount of churn in the labor market. But one thing that I do think those strong job openings numbers point to is that the the softer jobs numbers we uh, saw today are happening in this context of a lot of other economic indicators that are much stronger. So the JOLTS numbers were strong. We also see strong retail sales, strong consumer spending. Unemployment insurance claims have been below 300,000 per week for the last 65 weeks. That's the longest record, the longest streak below 300,000 since 1973. Um, so there's other indicators out there that suggest um, that the, the fundamentals of the labor market are still quite strong. I guess it, it is definitely a mixed picture because you've seen a lot of weakness in, in uh, manufacturing numbers. Uh, this, you know, it, it, it isn't across the board. Yeah. Uh, if you get manufacturing is ba- a weak spot, right? Uh, right. Strong dollar, etc. Although yep. the services component of this jobs report is troubling because services in a normal month, services jobs are at le- up at least one hundred fifty thousand. This latest month, private services up only around seventy thousand. So that seems be troubling. And another thing, the hours worked uh, actually pulled back a bit. That correlates with GDP. That's another sign of perhaps a, a slowdown. Something hit the economy in May. But I, I take your point. It's Maybe it's t- because it's been so strong now it's slowing down? I think the hours worked remained flat. It was something that I – it was remained flat at 34.4 hours on as the, the average length of the work week. It was – that's the same as it was a month ago, which is something that I – track closely because it's exactly what you're talking about. One thing that you we wouldn't want to see is hours declining and a weak job jobs numbers because that can indicate larger softness. And so the fact that hours remained sort of in the band we've been seeing in the recovery, um, they're, it, they're somewhat down from where they were a few months ago, but in May it didn't decline further. And so um, actually thought of that as an encouraging sign that we, you know, hours held on even though the job numbers were somewhat below. Okay. Heidi Sherholz, thank you so very much for joining us. Chief Economist at the Labor Department. Hey, there's a red hot sticky out. Turns out that there's a minority stake in LeBron's Cleveland Cavaliers to be said to be for sale. I mean, is that because they lost last night to the Golden State Warriors? We'll find out. This is Bloomberg Radio. 
Coming up on Taking Stock, will the Federal Reserve raise interest rates in June or July after these weak employment figures for May, or will they wait until September? That's next on Taking Stock.